Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Hello, Hainted Loves. Welcome to Homespun Hates Bonus Edition. I'm Becky. And I'm Diana. And we hope you guys are doing well on this fine day or spooky night, depending on when you're listening to us. Diana and I would love to share with you some secrets of the trade of being spooky women podcasters. Oh, yes. And you may notice that we do a lot. We put out videos every week. We put out episodes every week on audio. We have a premium episode every week on Apple Premium. And we also have all this bonus content for our Patreon. And we have a website that we've written all of. (laughs) And we design all the artwork for everything we do. We're busy little bees. How do we do it? How do we do it all, Diana? How does she do it? That's the question on everybody's lips. I'm sure you all think that we have an entire army of little elves running around our studio doing all these things for us, but that's actually not true. What we do have, however, is... We have ghost co-workers. We have ghosts. Ghost employees. Well, we don't We don't pay them. Ghost interns, really... Volunteers. A whole team of ghostly volunteers. I mean, they were already in our houses, so... Why not put them to work? At the beginning, it was, I was here first. Boo! There was a whole lot of, get out. You know what, bud? There's a new landlord in town. Shape up or ship out. But we've got them moving at a pretty good rhythm now. And as you see, you all are the beneficiaries of all of that. You get all this amazing content. You're welcome. But we thought we'd share with you how we did it. How you too can put the spooks in your house to spectacular use. Does not everybody do this, Becky? I thought this was normal. How else do you get along with the ghosts in your house? There's not exactly a book out there. How to get your ghosts to work for you. Has not been published yet. It should be. We will write that book. Don't you fret. So Diana, how do you get the ghosts to work? At first it's hard because... Let's be honest, the dead, their work ethic, oh, also dead. They move so slowly. They do. And it's hard to just establish an interview, really, to see what kind of position that they'd even be good in. Ugh, only one ghost showed up to the interviews at my house. What about yours? I did have three, but I don't know if they showed up deliberately because I went into the room that they usually haunt to conduct it. So it was more like I was the one that showed up. They were just kind of bumping into things. 
you staged a job fair in their environment and they were there by default. See, this is what you have to do for these lazy fucks. You really have to lead them by the sheet the entire way. But it's definitely possible. And with a little bit of work, you can really get through and get bonded with your ghost. You always need some kind of a threat to hold over them. I'm not going to say blackmail, that's a little bit rough, but some kind of threat of mutually assured destruction is really the way to get them motivated. You can't motivate them with praise. You can't motivate them with financial rewards because they can't spend money because they're dead. You can't whip them because they're not corporeal. I mean, just all these things that you can do in the modern American... physical punishment. It just doesn't work like normal interns. Yeah. So what I do, what I do is I get out the Ouija board and I literally spell it out for them. You now work for me or else then I think of something really scary to say. I think it's a case by case situation. For instance, if they are haunting an object, you can always threaten to destroy the object. You can always threaten to send it to Zach Gagan's haunted museum. That they hate. Ooh, they hate that. Nothing like saying you're going to leave your nice little cozy home and we're sending you to a friggin' dormitory full of angry spirits. Haunted museum. It'll be just like college all over again. If you're really wanting to motivate them to work, one of the best things you can do is kind of leave the house completely empty for a few weeks. That's what happened when I visited you in Atlanta, Becky. I was down there for a couple of weeks. The house was empty. It was boring. They had nothing to do the entire time. The ghost was haunting and haunting and nobody was appreciating it. This really kind of formed like a Stockholm Syndrome bond between us. When we come back to the house after leaving it empty and boring for a while, the threat of abandonment is probably the worst. Oh, ghosts hate that. Especially if they hate each other. And this is another thing you can do. You can pit them against each other, very Machiavellian style. You can be like, hey, Joseph, I heard Jeremiah say that your sheet looked moldy. Hey, Velma, Jeremiah said your eyes look a little pale. Next thing you know, they all kind of hate each other. And then you offer incentives. Hey, Jeremiah, if you can get all these copies made by 5 p.m., I'll let you go torment the neighbor's dog for a few hours. But you you make the same promise to all of them. They're going to hate each other. They're going to be competitive. Ghosts just, they don't understand time management. Ugh. Seriously. It's like today, not a hundred years from now. I know you've got time. I don't have time. I'm alive. Also, bills to pay. They don't get that stuff. They don't. No. Well, which is good because we don't have to pay them. But it is frustrating. It really is quite a lot like dog training to keep them in line in their space and not haunting all over the house at random times because they will waste so much time haunting rooms that there's no work to be done in. Ooh. It's ridiculous. It's like they don't even realize where their work is. And so one really good way to create a boundary for them is just like dog collars, where you have the invisible fence and the dog gets a punishment shock when it goes outside of the fence. This is even better because if you just create a very strong EMF field, an electromagnetic field in the center of the area you want them to be working in, they'll feel a lot more powerful. As soon as they leave that field, they'll feel drained, they'll feel powerless, they'll feel really exhausted. And so they just want to go back to that field. It's kind of like getting them addicted to drugs. Like any good pimp will tell you, an addict keeps coming back. It's really simple math. I mean, meth. I mean, math. Yes. 
Sorry, I'm from Oklahoma. I never learned the difference. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to joke about. You actually brought up a great point. And this is why ghost labor is really good for those high electricity tasks, such as making copies. I mean, we know how much energy a Xerox machine puts out. My parents have one. And every time they turn it on to make copies, all the lights in the house dim, especially the old school ones. You can get a really good deal on copy machines from the 90s. It takes 5.25 gigawatts to power one of those, right? At least that many gigawatts. Ghosts love it. Have a ghost handle the coffee pot have a ghost be in charge of the microwave, getting snacks from the refrigerator, anything that has a lot of electricity. It's a great task for a ghost. Even with the newer cars, they can drive you around. You get so much work done in the backseat while a ghost is driving you around. It's ridiculous. I mean, the ghost came with the car in some cases. We are talking about copying machines. This is another thing that we need to cover. There is a problem with ghosts, and this is a problem in every office, where ghosts want to Xerox body parts. It's real cute when they try to do the office party as though they're alive. You want to indulge them at least until the booze starts flowing later in the evening. But <laughs> ectoplasm vomit is hard to clean up. Ugh. And all over the screen on the Xerox machine, those machines are not easy to clean. They're from the 90s. They're not waterproof, okay? So it's really important for ectoplasm to not get in the intricate working parts. It's so sticky. Speaking of ectoplasm, office romances can get really nasty. Human to ghost romance is strictly forbidden. No, no, no. We're definitely going to get taken down by some labor union if anything ever happened. There's boundaries. Ghost on ghost romance can also be a problem because, well, it takes them a long time to get over a breakup. Imagine if every single one of your exes had to live in your house for the next 10,000 years. Yeah, just process that for a minute. They're always complaining about their work-death balance. Mm -hmm. They're like, my previous homeowner didn't make me do all this. Where's the tennis court? Which is ridiculous because you always have to remind them, you're the one who told the previous homeowner to get out. Were you thinking about this? Apparently not. I'm not going anywhere. But that's another thing, Diana, we need to consider. We need to make sure that we do not haunt these locations ourselves because then it might be payback time. That is kind of important. We can have fun, we can laugh, but at the end of the day, we're the bosses. They're the interns. We're not equals. We are better than them. <laughs> we have to maintain a separation. The life versus death, the upstairs, the downstairs, the working class should be downstairs in the dark, dirt floors, no lights. They really need to know at the end of the day, this is our life and our house. And they're just supposed to go back into the shadows and stop existing. They're the ones that chose to die. That doesn't mean they have to bring their personal death to work. That's your business. But here, while you're working, you need to be focused on work. When you go back to haunt the corners or the bathroom or whatever, then you can start moaning about how you and Mariah broke up in a huge ectoplasm explosion and ruined the copying machine. I'm still a little bitter about that one. They're always saying like, well, I can't leave. I live here. And I'm always saying, no, you don't. Anyway, we are offering an internship program. So if you have a ghost in your home, or if you are a ghost, if you're interested in learning about podcasting, we are accepting applications. It's very simple. Just speak into the mics, answer some simple questions. We'll do it all through EVPs. And if you get accepted, you can stay here forever. For the dead. 
you're going to get a shit deal no matter what you do. So better to work for us where we actually give you a purpose in death. Hated Loves, we hope that you enjoyed this uh, guidebook to how to work with ghosts. If you have any tips for keeping the ectoplasm off of everything, please let us know. You can discuss this on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash homespunhates. You can discuss this on our Patreon, patreon.com slash homespunhates, where conversation never ends. It just goes on and on and on and on for a million zeros. Homespun Haints is hosted by Becky Kielimnik and Diana Doty and produced by Homespun Haints Media LLC. Editing and music by Becky Kilimnik. Show notes by Diana Doty. If you have a ghost story and you'd like to be considered as a guest for this podcast, please visit our website at homespunhaints.com slash submit. Deep in the bowels of Oklahoma exists a passageway that has remained locked for decades, untouched by mortals. We don't know why it was sealed nearly a century ago, but we are thirsting to find out. Do you have the same insatiable curiosity as us to see what lies beyond his threshold? On September 24th, 2023, we will unveil the shadows together via live stream as we open this sealed passageway, slaking our thirst for arcane knowledge. And we want you to be there with us. Virtually, of course. This may be dangerous. We don't have liability insurance. Oh my eye! But what will we find? Is this passageway a sealed tomb, a hideaway for treasure, a portal into another dimension? Maybe it's aliens. Even we won't know until September 24th, and you can be there to discover the secrets with us. I'm not scared. Visit homespunhaints.com basement to RSVP for this event and find out how you can participate in this interactive adventure with us. As long as there's darkness to explore, we shall remain its loyal devotees. RSVP now and immerse yourself in the abyss of the unknown that is Diana's basement. <laughs> Visit homespunhaints.com basement.